read you this piece of scripture. Lord put this on my heart. Uh, uh, born out of some, some some things he was doing in my heart. Born out of some of the seasons even we've been through. Uh, not just not just Paul or them, but but just us as a church. You, some of your life. I, I know many of you have went through trials. You've went through storms. You've went through things. May, it may not been as publicized as like Paul or or whoever else. But but we we all some some of our are secret storms or secret struggles that that maybe even nobody knows. You sometimes you're sitting there even beside your spouse and it's a secret storm. Sometimes that, that no one knows. But nevertheless, it's still it's still a storm and it's still it's still sometimes hard to deal with. And and even in the midst of our walk with God, our walk with Christ, our journey, our daily walk with Christ, it sometimes feels like He's leading us in just hard places. Just hard places. And uh, I want to read you a little piece of scripture uh, out of Mark this morning, Mark 8. And uh, I'm going to read just a little extra just just, just to give it, because uh, this is such full of flavor here. This is such a good piece of scripture. I think all scripture is good. I ain't never read me no bad scripture. I said some of it might have been tough to handle, but I ain't read me no bad scripture. It's all good. The Bible says it's all profitable. It's all profitable. You can't go wrong. Mark 8, verse, starting with verse 31 this morning. You got that, KK? Or is the computer malfunctioning again? There we go. There we go. So listen, talking about Jesus here. Jesus, and he began to teach them. This is Jesus. That the Son of Man must suffer many things and be rejected of elders and of the chief priests and scribes. And listen, and be killed, crucified we know. And after three days, and we know this, rise again. Verse 32. That thing messing up, quit freezing on you. That thing's about to become a piece of junk. We're about ready to go get one of them. <laughs> I give it grace from last week, but after this week, no more grace. <laughs> that computer is fired. That's all right, I'll read it. I'll just go on and read it. Listen, hear what the Bible says. That's all right, I'm still going to read it because it freezes up again. I don't want to be mad. Listen, listen what he says. And, and he spake, talking about Jesus was spake, he, he spake these sayings openly. He, he spoke it out where everybody could hear it. And Peter took him, remember the story? Peter took him and began to rebuke him. But when he had turned about and he looked on his disciples, he rebuked Peter. And get thee behind me, Satan, for thou savorest not the things that be of God, but the things that be of men. How I many know that's a, a lot of our problem? We've got our eyes and attention and desire more on the things of man than we do God. It's still a problem. Amen. And when he had called the people unto him with his disciples also, he said unto them, listen to what he said. He said, whosoever then will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. For whosoever will save his life shall lose it. But whosoever shall lose his life for my sake and the gospels, the same shall save it. For what shall it profit a man if he shall gain the whole world and lose his own life? Or what shall a man give in exchange for his own soul? Whosoever therefore shall be ashamed of me and my words in this adulterous and sinful generation, of him also shall the Son of Man be ashamed when he cometh in the glory of his Father with the holy angels. And he said unto them, Truly I say unto you, 
that there be some that even stand here which shall not taste of death till they have seen the kingdom of God come with power. Amen. I like that. Brother Angle, would you bless this word? God, will open our hearts to you. Our hearts this morning can be satisfied only with the preaching of your word. Take a bigger place than you've ever occupied before. We want to be ready for that blessed horn that blows from heaven. When the trumpet shall sound no more. God, in Jesus' name, amen. Come on, let's thank the Lord this morning. Thank you, sir. Thank the Lord this morning. Bless his name. Bless his name. Bless his name. Amen. Amen. I wonder in here this morning as you're being seated, I wonder in here this morning whoever has has, has walked with Christ and, 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 and maybe even very, very soon sometimes in their life, but they've walked with him or, or even tried to walk with him in some fashion uh, or what have you, and, and you just felt like following him. You felt like, you felt like he kept leading you in, into these hard places. Even I've even heard people say this. I've heard people say this uh, in testimony or in conversation. I've heard them tell me this. They say, Brother Lee, it feels like God's trying to kill me. You, you ever hear that? You ever go through things? You ever walk through things? You ever been through tough things? And maybe you are like that. Maybe sometimes you think, you think everything that he keeps leading me through, everything he keeps leading me to, I, I'm trying to follow him best I can, but it seems like every, everywhere he takes me, it's, 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 it feels like he's trying to kill me. It feels like he's trying to bring, bring me to a place of, 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 of death and, and things of just dying over and over and over. Let me, let me just reassure all of us. I know we feel like that. Sometimes life gets hard and harsh and and, and sometimes we're, we might be quick to speak like Peter did. We might be quick to say stuff when things keep going against us, we think, or things keep going rough against us. We might be quick to say to say things like that, to, think, to say, you know, why is God trying to kill me? I've tried to follow him. I've tried to serve him. I've tried to walk with him. But it seems like every turn, it, it seems like God is... Is, is, is coming against in some way or leading me into these crossroads. How, how many know, how many know he, he, he is always leading us? Uh, sometimes, sometimes, sometimes you might think he's trying to kill you, but let me just assure you right now. I want, want everybody to hear this. That even though your mind might tell you that, your thoughts might tell you that, your circumstances might tell you, let me just reassure you, if he was trying to kill you, you're gone. You'd be got. I just want to reassure every heart here, every heart, no matter what's going on, he's not even trying to make you miserable. Because if he wants to make you miserable, how many know today he has the power not only to make you miserable, he has the power to even at this very point in our life to bring us to that place of even death and to take the breath right even from our lungs. But let, let let me add this thought here in accordance with our text where we're going this morning. Uh, maybe it is, maybe it is in all these hard places, and all these places that seem to lead to a personal cross. Because that's really what it is. These hard places, you can call it what you want. But a lot of times there, these hard places are, are these places of where, we, where we run into this personal cross. Where the cross intersects with our life, if you will. Or in his divineness. But maybe he's not trying so much to kill us, but maybe, maybe he's trying to, to set us free. I want you to think about that a minute. 
Maybe he's trying to set us free. And I want to use this word. Maybe he's trying, as he was even in this text, trying to set us free from just the commonness of life or a common life or a carnal life or an ordinary, a fleshly life. How many know this morning that, that, that he leads us to crosses to free us from the commonness or the carnal or the flesh or the things that keep us bound, that keep us bound, keep us bound and, and keep, us, keep us in a common, what's common, maybe a common belief. Or and when I say common, I, I'm talking about the world's belief, fleshly belief carnal belief, or, or, or even common behavior, like the world behaves, or like flesh behaves, or common actions, common desires, common, common in every expectations, or even what we expect today. I come here today always, anytime we gather, my, my expectations are above common. I have uncommon expectations every time. Every time. I do. And maybe today, maybe today, I'm going somewhere. Just hang with me. I know, I know I'm dragging out a little bit, but that's just me. But anyway, maybe today, maybe today, he, he is trying to not only free us from that, but to take us into an, an uncommon life. I want you to think about that. From now on, with these hard places, these places where it feels like death, when it feels like something, something is it's going to kill me if I do this. It's going to kill me if I go this way. It's going to kill me if I follow this in the Lord. Maybe he's trying to take you beyond common and take you into something uncommon, something so much more, something so much deeper. Uncommon. Because, see, there's, our world is, and churches are, full of commonness. It is. I'm talking about, and he wants to take us, you know, it's easy to be stingy, ain't it? Think about it. It's easy to be stingy. Well, well I'm going to tell you what, what he wants and what he expects sometimes, he takes us to a place of uncommonness where we still might have little, but we're willing to give it because we know it ain't never going to run out as long as it's hooked to him anyway. Uncommon. That's an uncommon act. When him that ain't got much is still willing to give it all. Because he realizes the pot's not going to run dry. It's still going to keep flowing. Or, 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 or to him, to him, him that believes, that believes and, and we know this is true in, in the common world, hard work or ability or talent leads to success. But you see, I believe in the uncommon even. I believe when, when hard work's not enough and talent's not enough. And ability's not enough because you can have all those sometimes and still fail. You can still fail. And I believe this morning, I believe this morning that he wants to take us to the uncommon where grace and faith will succeed where everything else has failed. You're still able to push beyond. You're still able to have success, not because of ability, not because of talent, but because of faith. And that's uncommon. It's easy to look on someone who's been successful out of their talents and say, well, that's just common. But when you look on someone who their ability, their talent, 
is it not what got them there? But it was grace and faith and their belief in God. That's uncommon. That's supernatural. Or, or maybe, maybe, maybe you've got legitimate enemies. Maybe people that don't really like you or, or have worked against you or have come against you in many ways have hurt you. And you see them fall. See, it's common to kind of grin about that. When your enemy fails or your enemy has a bad go of, of it, it's easy sometimes to grin a little bit about that. That's common. Uncommon, uncommon is when, when out of love you go and you help that enemy up. That's uncommon. That's what, that's what I feel like Jesus is trying to deliver. Do you get the idea? I could go on and on if you don't. But there's a common thing that's common unto man. But God's calling us to much more. And it's usually by way of the cross. And it usually feels like, yes, he's trying to kill me. Because that's what the cross is. That's what even I see in this whole section. It's, it's what it is. He says, you cannot save your life. He said, if you lose it, that's when you really have it. Uncommon life. Now, I want to talk just a little bit about that this morning because I feel like that's, that's where we're at. You, you think of the, of, of the characteristics, and, and before I get where I'm going, because i got about three or four things, that's all, three or four little things that I really want to hammer in. But I want you to think about the characteristics that kind of contrast with that. I, I've rattled off a few, but think, 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 about, think about a common life. See, it's just common for us to be selfish. It is. We, we come into this world selfish. It's easy to be. As much as I love my grandbabies, I can see it in them. They're selfish. They're selfish. And we make them that way. That's Momo. Momo makes them that way. <laughs> Momo is good at making them that way. But we come into this world. But, you know, it's a, such an uncommon thing for someone to be selfless. Uncommon. So uncommon for, for someone to be. It's, it's easy to be motivated by what I want. People get up every day and work like wildcats, motivated to get what they want. It's very uncommon for someone to get up every day and be motivated, selfless, be motivated to help or to serve or to give. Do you see what I'm saying this morning? To, to, to pour out, motivated not, not by my will but His will. Motivated by God's will. Not my will, Lord, but motivated by that. That's uncommon. Think about it. Think about it. I believe that. It's, it's, common. it's common that we work, we work to get possessions. We work, we work to get possessions. Got to have this. Got to have that. Got to get more of this. So we, we work to, to get, to get, to get. But it's uncommon to work, to work, to, to give. To give. The Lord said you'd be quiet. Amen. He did. It's uncommon to, 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 to have a life of giving, not taking. Always give. A, a, a lot, a lot, a, the flesh hates it. I said the flesh hates it. That's why it feels like I'm done here. See, the Lord's done, done set all you up this morning. He's done brought you right by the way of the cross this morning. 
We've been having, what happened this morning, Brother Lee? We, we've been having all these hip, hip, hooray services, and, and this morning you done took us and delivered us right to the cross. It's the same, it's the same, it's God's word. It's all good. Amen. But it's, it, 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 it's, about, it's about having a life of faith. That's uncommon. A, a, a life of a, a faith that's not restricted by circumstance or fear. Because, see, the other thing, common is to be restricted. I'm thankful this morning. And no matter what comes this evening, no matter what happens on a Sunday evening, that we're not restricted by circumstance. No, ever. If you, if you have faith, that's uncommon. Faith is uncommon. And it's not restricted. And it doesn't hold us. We're governed not by the facts of this world, but by the facts that come through, thus saith the Lord. The facts that God's word says, the facts and the promises that he delivers. Amen. You got to get your facts from God. That's uncommon. Oh, I'll listen to the other, but I get my true facts from him. It's uncommon. Uncommon. And, and it takes us into a life that's, that's supernatural. This is the big point here before we go into, into, into the rest of it. I've been... I've been Building and building, but the big point is that it's the uncommon life takes us to the life of the supernatural, to the power of God, to the dunamis of God, to the miraculous of God, if need be. Come on, it does. Common life is void of that. Common life depends on ability, muscle, or talent. Matter of fact, matter of fact. Common life at its at best, it, it depends on human ability. At best. And if human ability is not going to get there, or human intelligence or talent, that there's nowhere else for them to go. That's why God, God continuously takes us by the cross. To take us to the place that we're not common anymore. But uncommon, an uncommon life that now is able to, to, to walk in the supernatural, walk in the spiritual, walk in the miraculous, the power, the power of God. Oh, I believe it this morning. Amen. So, so this, this is why it feels like death, though. I believe this this morning. I believe it. This is why it feels like this, because we, we all come into this world, first of all, the day one with baggage. From, from, from the fall. We come into from that bloodline, from that Adam and Eve, from that tainted, sinful blood that runs through every one of us. We all come in this way, don't we? With baggage, with, with the history. And, and then if that's not bad enough, we, we've, got, we've got parents and grandparents and family and, and what have you that, that I know mean well, but, but they sometimes give us baggage. Come on, they give us baggage, they give us systems, they give us beliefs, they, they build into us calmness. If that's not enough, we go to school, we go to school, we go to school, and that's where they really teach us about being common, common, nothing but common, 
they teach us and they teach us to be calm and it's calm and this is it. It's, it's, it's intelligence and ability and it's, it's just common. It's common. And in culture and society, all piles in. TV shows and, 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 and all these other things. It's, it's building. We're, how many know we are packing some bags? We are packing. You come in with bags, and by the time you're, time you're a young adult, you've got plenty of bags packed. And if that, that don't even end there. Then in our journey, our journey then, I'm just preaching for myself right here. I'm just preaching. You might not ever have to suffer through these things. But from my own journey, I took off in life. And I've started packing some of my own bags. Listen, by the time we meet Jesus, have you ever thought about this? Some of us, I was, I was 26 years old, but I had lived like I was 40. Does anybody know what I'm talking about? I was only 26 when I met Jesus, but I, I was like 40. I'd lived it fast and furious. Amen. And was on a, was on a short timeline. My day of death was coming. My day of death, my day of, my runway had gotten real short. That's why I'm preaching what I'm preaching, because I know it's true. Common, commonness would have took my life. I would have died somewhere about 1995. 94 maybe, maybe even 93, somewhere in that period though, out of the commonness of life. But the supernatural, finding him, but by the time I met him, I had so much baggage. I don't even know how he's seen me. I don't know how he could find me down through all that stuff, through everything that had built up. And I believe with all my heart, that's why it is he brings us, he brings us to the cross. To unpack these bags. I just want you to hear something this morning. I started unpacking my bags in 1990. 1990, I started unpacking my bags. I'm still unpacking bags. I still ain't done going by the cross. I still have need to go by the, I still find myself with some of these things that's been built into me, wanting to get common on some things. And, and, and not, not, not tapping into the supernatural, not tapping into to the power, not tapping in to all that he really has for me. And I keep going to the cross. I keep, every day, I keep going and I keep going and I keep going, unpacking everything that's been built into me. All that, all, all that keeps me common has got to go to the cross. Because I'm not common no more. I'm, if you're born again, you're not common. You've been, if, you're, if you're just born, if you just got a birth date, that's common. But to be born again is not common. My God, it's anything but common. Amen. Nicodemus thought it was so wild, he thought, how can this be? Is this, is this can this really be? Yes, it can. And it is. And here's, here's what I wanted to bring out about it. And this is just in it. i got to finish. This is just what's in this text this morning. I want you to see it. I want you to see it. Because this is why Jesus, I think, he, he led them to the cross. He led them to the teaching of the cross. He led them out of even this story and led them right to the cross. And it was, and there's, there's just a couple things I want you to see this morning. Because I, I feel like this is what it's going to take. If you're going to go from common to uncommon, it's be by the cross. You can't keep going around the cross. You can't keep ignoring the cross that he leads you to, 
and ever come out of commonness, ever come out of the ordinary. You'll still be the carnal, fleshly, man-thinking, human-thinking, society-thinking, cultural-thinking, system-thinking, everything that, that man put in you. That's all you'll be unless you go to the cross. And here, here's what I want you to see. I, I love this. I love it because he, he says this. I like the way he says this. Whosoever will come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross, and follow me. And it's this call, ain't it? I want to tell you something. That's how, that's how it all really begins. Now, you might not see it as a call to the cross, but it's a call. Jesus calls us. Right out of the midst of all that junk, there's this call. There's this divine call. There's this supernatural call. There ain't nobody going to the cross on their own. Oh, no, this is this call. And deep down inside of us, we all know. We all have this hunger. We all, that's why we all get up. That's why any, if any of us ever went there, it's why you did it. It was because there is this call. Deep down, you know there's something more. Deep down, you know there's something greater. Deep down, you know you know in your heart, you know that I was built for more than this, that there is more than this, that there's life more than this, that you get sick of the common, you get sick of the mundane, you get sick of the, of the wandering, you get sick of sick, and you're just tired of it, and you're miserable. And, and it's this call that goes touches deep down in your heart, deep down in your soul, that pulls you, that pulls you right out of the ordinary. That's what it does. Out of the ordinary, like Moses, who, who was just tending sheep after his debacle, after his failure, not even his sheep, tending somebody else's sheep, as common as it come, tending on the backside of nothing, just tending sheep. And, and God, God, God called him. He called him. He called him, to, he called him to something so much more. But he never got there without going Poor God, without answering the call. David was the same way. David, doing sheep, the commonest thing of their day. Doing sheep, doing sheep, doing sheep. And Samuel knows there's another because God told him. And he called him. And he called him to be king. A man doing sheep, the supernatural ability. He had no, he had no pedigree for kingship. He had no talent for supernatural, God moving, Elisha, plowing, just plowing, just plowing, that's all, I'm just plowing, I'm just plowing, I just got dirt and dirt, I'm choking on dust cloths, I'm just, I'm just plowing, I'm just plowing, and out of that, out of that mantle, out of that mantle, felt the call, something more, something more, that's what I'm talking about, don't you got that down in your heart, you've had it. I know you've had it. I know you've felt the call that there's something more. There's something greater. There's something beyond this common. Good God, I might run any minute now. Hey, there's something so much more than this mundane. There's something so much more than just getting up in the morning and working for possessions. Something so much more than just working to get, 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 get. So much more than just living this life. And always being missed so much more. Elisha, Elisha, Elisha wanted to, to get a double portion anointing. You got to hear the call. There's double. There's more. So much more. I thought about them fishermen. Remember them fishermen standing on the seashore? Fishermen. They done, they done, they done had a bad night. They wasn't even fishing. They was trying to tire, fix what they tore up. That's, see, that's what I'm, that's common. I wonder how many in here this morning, 
You're just working on what you tore up. Hey! Just working on what I tore up. I'm just mending nets. That's just common. Remember Jesus coming by and said, they got that call. Follow me. Follow me. Hey! Follow me. I'll make you fishers of men. Glory! Supernatural. It's a call. But it don't stop with the call. It don't stop there because the call is what gets it started. But then it takes you to the place where it took these disciples. It's, it's what, what takes us, makes us feel like sometimes he's killing me. Because you know where it takes us? The call takes you to risk. Every time. Risk. Risk, risk, risk. Because that's where the call leads. That's why it's the cross. That's why sometimes it feels like it's killing me. That's why sometimes it's hard. It feels, it feels, it feels tough. But, but, but this, is where it's, this is what begins to separate the common and the uncommon. Is the risk. And that's what God's trying to, good, God Almighty. That's what God's trying to do. He's trying to separate. Separate you from the common into the uncommon. Good, glory, God Almighty. Hey! Trying to separate. That's what the calls, the calls rang you. And the risk has come up because you know it's risk. Because as soon as the call comes, I can imagine Elisha, well, daddy will kill me if I, if I kill these oxen and, and burn these plows. Risk. There's risk involved. Huh? I imagine Moses. Don't you imagine Moses? I can't go back to Egypt. I'm a wanted man. Come on. Can't you imagine David? Well, I'm just a... I'm just a little 16-year-old, 13-year-old, whatever I am, tending sheep. And they want me, you want, you want what? Risk. Risk, I'll tell you, risk. I'll tell you what, that's what, that's the, you're looking straight in the eyes of the cross then. Risk. Risk, because it's separate, and there's a separation going on. There's something going on. It might be like an Esther who rears back and says, if I perish, risk. I perish. It might be like three Hebrew children. Remember? They said in Lee Sarver terms, we're not sure how this is going to turn out, but it don't matter, old king. Hey! We're going to risk it. We're going to risk it. We're going to risk it. And, and did you see what happened? Because they risked it. The supernatural. I come to tell somebody, it's the risk that will propel you most of the time into the supernatural. You better hear that. I'm going to close with that anyway, but it's the risk. The risk will propel you. The risk began to propel them three Hebrew children into a fourth man. <laughs> yes, the risk. That's where it takes it. It begins to separate. It begins to move. Amen. I believe it this morning. I thank the Lord this morning. Today I believe, I believe all my heart today that if you want to go to the uncommon, the cross that God's been leading you to, and I know they saw them. There's too many people here that God ain't got somebody looking straight in the eyes of the cross. I know it. But I get to look at it right regular. Pretty near every day. God, in some way or some fashion, sometimes it's little bitty things, sometimes it's big things. God, God, God puts me right again the cross and says, will you risk it? Putting there every day. Putting there every day. We missed that one. Yeah. Putting there every day. Sometimes, like I say, it's itty bitty. And maybe you wouldn't even think nothing about it. 
but I recognize it as a cross. And I recognize this, that every time I take that risk, every time I hear that call and I take that risk, it propels me. It propels me. It propels. This message this morning, it was kind of a, it was kind of a cross. I said, I told the Lord, I said, they're going to be quiet. He said, well, you be loud. I said, well, Lord, I can be loud. Take the risk. I've come this morning to take the risk, believing somebody to be propelled into something that's uncommon. I do. For somebody to find the supernatural. Yes, sir. To find it. But it don't just end there. I want you to know it's got to be the call. Yeah, it's got to come. And I want you to know there's going to be risk involved. There's going to, it's going to come. It's going to come very clear. It's going to come in sometimes in, 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 trust, in hard places. But it, it's, it's at the risk where you look to God. And when you take it, you know what you're saying? I trust you. I trust you. That's what the risk says. Come on. I trust you. I don't even know how this is going to work out. You think the three Hebrew children knew how this is going to work out? No. I'm not sure how this is going to work out, but I'm going to trust you. Because you're God. You're God. You're God. And it don't matter if I gain the whole world and lose my life. It don't matter. As long as I gain you, I'll lose this whole world. It don't matter. Because I trust you. I trust you. I trust you, God. But here's what I want you to hear. Because this is the place a lot of times where the cross gets abandoned. And you never get to the supernatural. You never get to the uncommon. Because... I, it never fails. It never fails. Did you hear what he said? Whosoever who wants to come after me wants to take up the cross. What does it say? He has to deny themselves. I want you to hear this because not only is there calls, there's a risk, but there's also always requirements. And it went real quiet. Crickets. There's a requirement. There always is. There is a requirement. I ain't never seen it to pass. I ain't never seen it come. So on the way to an uncommon life, there's it, we're kind of, I guess you might even say we're, we're somewhat delusional this morning in this generation that we live in, this adulterous and sinful generation who thinks God still doesn't require anything of us because he does. He requires a lot of things. He requires much. Amen. Some of it's simple, some of it's easy, but he requires much. I told you this morning, risk proves to him that you trust him. Well, requirement proves that you're not all about yourself. That you've denied yourself. That you've left self. That you're firmly going through the cross now. Because that's what requirement does. When we move through the things that he puts on our heart. I mean, no, he, he requires us he requires us to be born again. You can't get to the kingdom without it. It's a requirement. You must be born again. You can kick on that all you want, but you'll kick on it till you miss heaven, until you miss a Savior. You must be. Requirement re requires that you forgive one another. It does. You can't get it. It's required. You must forgive each other. You must. You gotta love each other. Look at your neighbor and just smile. You gotta love each other. Such a simple stuff. The cross 
cross takes us to places other than sometimes the requirement is, is much deeper and much personal. And a lot of times it's where it feels like, God, you're killing me. Don't requirement feel like God's killing you. Just me, Lord. It does. Sometimes when God puts things on my heart that he requires of me, I know now, Lord, you're killing me. And he says, yes, I'm taking you out of the common. I'm taking you out of the common and propelling you into the uncommon, propelling you into the supernatural, propelling you beyond everything that's common in this life. Sometimes it's just common sin. Sometimes it's just common attitudes or behaviors. But he's propelling. Hey! He is. Pushing us beyond. Pushing us beyond. I believe that this morning with all my heart. I want to close with this last word because I'm out of time. I always spend way too much time building up. i got to quit all the building up. I think i got to build up things. I think it's an issue with me. I better probably take that to the cross and risk not building it up next time. <laughs> and just get right to it. See, a lot of y'all think like, I don't know what he's saying, but I know everything he just said. <laughs> and yes, Pastor, that'd be a good idea. Quit building it up. Because God, God's word don't need building up. Anyway, amen. But this last word, did you hear what he said? Whosoever shall, shall save his life shall live, but whosoever shall give his life shall surrender. Who shall go through this cross. What does it say? He shall, he shall have life. He shall find life. He will get life. And that's, that's really the last word, and I've not got time to really speak on it. But the second, but the last word is this, is the cross, yeah, it's a call, and it's risk, and it's requirement, but it's also reward. My God, it's reward. It's so much reward. Do you hear me? It's so much reward. Jesus, Jesus taught us in Beatitude, and he said, even when those that persecute you and, and go give you a heart, or even when life's giving you a rough time, you know what he says? He says, rejoice. Rejoice. You know why? He says, because great is your reward in heaven. Great. Great. Great reward in heaven. No, I, I, I'm, I'm not serving the Lord for the reward, but I'm serving the Lord in the reward. I'm going to tell you right now, that that he's already got, that that he's already sealed for me, for my inheritance, it comes from him. And if he teaches me to go through the cross for life, I believe it this morning. Here's what I believe. This is a, I heard somebody say this many years ago. I'm going to trust God. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to open my hand for what's in my hand and for what's in his hand. What's in his hand? I want what's in his hand. The reward that's in his hand. It's a cross. It's true to cross. It is. That's where it's at. I believe, I believe all of our just our common life, even common Christianity. You know what they, you know what that really is? Can I be honest? It's lukewarmness. <laughs> common Christianity. It's just lukewarmness. It's just going through the motions. That's just trying to play the part. That's all that is. But even, even our, our lukewarm Christianity, it, 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 it produces spiritual ineffectiveness. There's no effect. There's no fruit. 
in that. There's no, there's no fruit. There's no life in that. And soon, soon there's nothing but discouragement left. I'm preaching to you. A lot of times we're always discouraged because we've not went through the cross. And we're just living this common Christianity. Come on, I, I didn't come to be hard. I come to give you truth. To take you to the life Jesus is talking about. Amen. So when you're always discouraged, always discouraged, you keep pushing away from the uncommon. You keep pushing away from what is supernatural, what is powerful. Amen. And I believe this morning, I believe this morning, he wants this morning to take us through the cross to the uncommon. If it feels like it's killing you, well, it probably is, but it's God trying to take you to the uncommon. And I'm going to say it one more time. Say it one more time. It's what will propel you. The risk. The requirement. It'll propel you to what's supernatural. You might not need a miracle today. You might not need power today. But you'll not leave this earth without needing it. And you're not want to be, you don't want to be common. <laughs> you want to be uncommon. You want to be uncommon. You want to have been through the cross so many times. The bags unpacked so many times. I don't think common about money. I don't think common about people. I don't think common about relationships. I don't think common about church. I don't think common about worship. I don't think common about prayer. I don't think common about anything God says. I don't think common about his call on my life. I don't think common. Oh, no, no. It's supernatural. It's uncommon. It's powerful. I don't think common about the blowing even of the shofar. I don't think common about Jesus Christ is coming again. It's supernatural. It's powerful. It's powerful. I don't think common about the Holy Spirit. I don't think common about another altar service. Just another altar call. They're just going to sing another altar. I don't think common about any of that. I wonder in this house this morning, is anybody out there? God's had you staring at the cross. Staring at the cross. Wanting to take you from common. Maybe it's a common sin. I know one thing. When we got sin in our life, he takes us to the cross. Hey! He does. Takes us to the cross. Or maybe it's something else. Maybe God, maybe God's calling you to something in, in ministry or something in, in his service or some, some other fact. Or maybe it's just to be good to some. Maybe it's something. But, but it's wanting to take you to something uncommon. I wonder this morning. Is there anybody in this place that would risk it? Would risk it? Because that's it. That's what it presents. It presents a great risk. And when we don't, when we don't, we go no further. We go no further. Yes, sir, brother. I appreciate you. 
Yes. I appreciate you, brother. Amen. Amen.